from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foldy. Coming up, the lights are coming back on in many San Antonio area homes. Turning on the tough. I'm ABC's Chuck Severson. Coming up. The White House says it would support a study on whether black people should receive reparations for slavery. I'm Allison Keyes. A grocery store chain will close even more stores over so-called hazard pay. I'm CBS's Matt Piper. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. More people have power this morning in our area. CPS Energy has been restoring service to more customers overnight with the total in the dark now in the tens of thousands instead of the hundreds of thousands yesterday. CPS Energy said it needs your help if you do have service restored, asking you to conserve as much as possible. About 7 million people across the state are being ordered to boil water before drinking it after days of record low temperatures that damage infrastructure. Here in San Antonio, SAWS issued a voluntary boil water order. Because of low water pressure in some parts of the system, SAWS says those who have experienced low water pressure should boil their water because of state environmental standards. The utility said there haven't been any events that have directly compromised the safety of the water. At least two federal agencies are now investigating why the power system here in Texas failed during this unusual winter storm that has crippled the southwestern state. The state's energy production and independence has always been a point of pride. And as the crisis persists, the governor placing blame squarely on officials at ERCOT, the private company that runs about 90% of the state's grid. Governor Abbott facing criticism for appearing to place some of the blame for the outages on frozen wind turbines. But Abbott's own energy department reports most of the state's energy losses come from failures to winterize systems, including oil and natural gas pipelines. That's ABC's Marcus Moore. Several primates at a sanctuary in our area froze to death during the state's power outages. Staffers at primarily primates near San Antonio say several monkeys, a chimpanzee, some lemurs, and other animals have died during the massive winter storm. Nonprofit sanctuary said yesterday that they were trying to evacuate the animals when they discovered about a dozen had died, including a 58-year-old chimp named Violet. The sanctuary, which has hundreds of animals, lost power Monday during the rolling blackouts across the state and is using generators to keep the other animals warm. Remembering conservative talk show host Rush Limbaugh, former President Donald Trump talked about him on Fox News Channel. He said he talked to Limbaugh just a few days ago, describing him as very brave. He is a legend. He really is. There aren't too many legends around, but he was. Uh, he is a legend. And to those people that listen to him every day, like... It was like a religious experience for a lot of people. I mean, his fans, uh, they they just wouldn't miss him. A very, very unique person. Mr. Trump awarded Limbaugh the Presidential Medal of Freedom last year. That CBS is Skyler Henry, former President George W. Bush, released a statement that said in part, quote, while he was brash and at times controversial and always opinionated, he spoke his mind as a voice for millions of Americans and approached each day with gusto. A grocery store chain will close even more stores over so-called hazard pay. Kroger-owned grocery chain Quality Food Centers will close two stores in Seattle next month, due in part to a new law requiring hazard pay for frontline grocery employees who have continued to work during the pandemic. The city council unanimously approved the law ordering larger grocery chains to temporarily boost worker pay by $4 an hour. A similar legal battle is playing out in California, where the California Grocers Association is challenging hazard pay ordinances in places like Oakland and Long Beach. 
Matt Piper, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Texas Democrat Beto O'Rourke is blaming Republican state leaders for the widespread power outages here. The former presidential candidate spoke on MSNBC about the power crisis affecting millions of Texans during the huge winter storm and said much of it was avoidable. O'Rourke said deregulation of the energy grid in Texas created an incentive to not protect against these events so plans could be shut down and make profit from spiking energy prices. The former congressman said Republican leaders Greg Abbott, Dan Patrick, and Ken Paxton have been more focused on their culture battles than on things that matter. O'Rourke warned, quote, we are nearing a failed state in Texas. The White House says it would support a study on whether blacks should receive reparations from slavery. Civil rights groups and activists have fought for decades over the issue of how or whether black people should be compensated for more than 200 years of slavery. Many also note that racial inequality continues to affect African Americans on issues ranging from health care to climate change and policing. Reparations have been used globally to compensate victims of rape, terror, war, and a host of other injustices. Among the questions, where would the money for reparations in the U.S. come from, how much would they be, and how would a decision be made on who would receive them? Allison Keyes, CBS News. Congress holds a hearing today about the trading platform Robinhood and its questionable practices regarding the recent trading buzz revolving around GameStop. It'll be the first time we'll hear public comments from major players at the center of GameStop's trading fiasco. Later today, CEOs from major financial institutions and social media platforms will have to answer questions from the House Financial Services Committee. Vlad Tenet, the CEO of the trading platform Robinhood, has recently been criticized for his decision to temporarily restrict certain trading on stocks like GameStop during its massive January surge. Lawmakers are also expected to grill Tenet on his company's revenue model, among other issues. Ike Ajachi, ABC News. With millions without power, many without water too, a just-resigned Texas mayor has taken a tough line on the power disaster with citizens. Tim Boyd claims he had already turned in his resignation as mayor of Colorado City, Texas, population 4,000, when he wrote a Facebook post saying it was not the local government's responsibility to help those suffering in the cold without power. His post, with misspellings, reads, Only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. He was, quote, sick and tired of people looking for handouts, and the current situation is sadly a product of a socialist government. Boyd deleted his post but stood by the sentiments in a follow-up message. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. A pop star is opening up about a near-fatal overdose. Demi Lovato is speaking openly about her 2018 overdose. It's just a little red wine, I'll be fine. I've had so much to say over the past two years, wanting to set the record straight about what it was that happened. In a trailer FYI, for her upcoming YouTube documentary, she admits she almost died. I had three strokes. I had a heart attack. My doctors said that I had five to ten more minutes. The film details past heroin use and Lovato's constant struggle to stay sober. It debuts March 23rd. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, schools in our area are canceling more classes due to the bitter cold and lack of power. ERCOT's boss says he has no current plans to resign in the aftermath of the state's power failures. Former President Donald Trump is heaping praise on the late Rush Limbaugh. More chicken wars among the fast food chains? Sure, why not? I'm CBS's Matt Piper. 
This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. As the winter weather onslaught continues in many parts of the country, there is a word of warning. No matter where you live, you're likely to feel its impact on your pocketbook. If you've been able to escape the current severe winter weather, it's still going to get you. We're going to see sharply higher energy prices across the country. Phil Flynn is with the Price Futures Group in Chicago. It's all the result of oil and gas producers and refiners in Texas effectively being shut down. Make no mistake, the gasoline that you bought last week is a bargain compared to what you're going to be paying next week. Flynn says the price of gas could increase by 10 to 20 cents. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Local school districts are announcing closures in response to the ongoing winter weather. Classes will be canceled for the rest of the week in East Central, Northside, Northeast, San Antonio, Church, Cibolo, Universal City, South San and Southwest ISDs. Classes are also canceled today and Friday in the school districts of Alamo Heights, Bandera, Bernie, Comal, Comfort, Cuero, Edgewood, Harlandale, Judson, Medina Valley, New Braunfels, Pearsall, Pleasanton, and Uvalde. Classes are canceled today in the Southside, Blanco, and Floresville ISDs. The cancellations apply to both in-person and virtual instruction. After another night shivering here in Texas with more winter weather in the area, the state is heading to a fourth day of power outages that have left millions without power. Governor Greg Abbott says power should be restored to one million homes by tonight, but more rolling blackouts are expected. Tammy Fairharbor outside Houston says she hasn't had power since Sunday. We did lose a deep freezer in the garage full of food. We lost a refrigerator full of food. We're not able to um, flush the toilets. We can't wash our hands. We've been up without water for more than 48 hours. And now the weather threat is on the move, heading into the Northeast. The Carolinas bracing for ice for Virginia to New England, that, snow. That's ABC's Kenneth Moten. Power is coming back to many homes here in San Antonio, though, but the city says most people should expect it back on by Saturday. The leadership at ERCOT is going to wait before making any decisions about its future. CEO Bill Magnus says he wants to make sure the power grid is stabilized and power restored to everyone first. Magnus also defended the Texas electric grid operators move to enact rolling power outages earlier this week, saying it prevented catastrophic blackouts. Texas Governor Greg Abbott told the Houston TV station earlier this week he believed ERCOT leadership should resign. Labor leaders met with President Joe Biden virtually and at the White House. They're discussing his COVID-19 relief plan ideas and how to put more Americans back to work. He is proud of his lunch bucket Joe nickname. President Joe Biden promising labor leaders he will push for infrastructure projects to rebuild the pandemic-battered middle class. The middle class built this country and labor built the middle class. The president inviting labor leaders virtually into the Oval Office, outlining his COVID, economic, and rebuild America plans. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. About 7 million people across the states are being ordered to boil water before drinking it after days of record low temperatures that damaged infrastructure. Here in San Antonio, SAWS issued a voluntary boil water order because of low water pressure in some parts of the system. SAWS says those who have experienced low water pressure should boil their water because of state environmental standards. The utilities said there haven't been any events that have directly compromised the safety of the water. Former President Donald Trump is heaping praise on the late Rush Limbaugh. Speaking on the Fox News Channel's Hannity, 
Trump used words such as, such as brilliant and special to describe the conservative radio host. He could do things that a lot of people couldn't do. He could just talk for three hours, no phone calls, no anything, just talk. And everybody found it spellbinding. Trump called it an honor to know him and recounted the time he awarded Limbaugh the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Limbaugh died after losing his fight with advanced lung cancer at 70 years old. He's widely considered one of the most influential media members of the past 50 years. Life expectancy in the U.S. fell significantly last year amid the pandemic. Life expectancy in the U.S. fell from 78.8 years in 2019 to 77.8 in the first half of 2020, according to data from the CDC. That significant drop set in as the pandemic hit the U.S. and the death toll mounted. Minorities were hit particularly hard, with black Americans losing nearly three years off their life expectancy and Hispanics nearly two. Mark Remillard, ABC News. Australians can no longer access and share news stories from the country's news publishers following a ban by Facebook. The move has shocked the world's leading media outlets. Rupert Murdoch's Australian publication, international tabloids and reputable verified Australian publishers all got caught by surprise by the move. The Facebook ban was without warning. Facebook is protesting against the Australian government's plan to force it to pay compensation to media outlets when local news content is published on its own social platforms. That's reporter Scott Maiman. Australia's government slams the news blackout. As heavy-handed, the law is expected to be passed by the country's parliament within days. More chicken wars among the fast food chains? Sure, why not? Burger King has had a chicken sandwich for years, but now the fast food giant says it's planning an upgrade. It'll replace its current one with a new hand-breaded sandwich, and it'll be offered in original or spicy. BK says it'll be thick-cut white meat chicken breast on a potato bun with deli pickles. It all comes after the chicken wars of 2019 between Popeyes and Chick-fil-A. Burger King says it's been working on its new one since 2019 and says it'll be available later this year. Matt Piper, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, the power's coming back on for more people in our area. Cranking up the heat in the Lone Star State in the Tesla. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A sign of desperate times and hunger in Portland amid COVID-19. I'm Allison Keyes. Will Donald Trump run for president again? He talks about 2024. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. More people have power this morning in our area. CPS Energy has been restoring service to more customers overnight with a total in the dark now in the tens of thousands instead of the hundreds of thousands yesterday. CPS Energy said it needs your help, though, if you do have service restored, asking you so you can serve as much as possible. HEB is delaying the openings of its San Antonio stores today because of icy conditions. The store, the grocery chain, says all locations in San Antonio and the Hill Country will be open from noon to 5 p.m. today. Central Market Stores in San Antonio, the one central market store in San Antonio, will be open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. today and from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday. HEB is also limiting the purchases of water, eggs, milk, bread, and propane tanks. Another night shivering here in Texas with more winter weather in the area. The state 
is heading to a fourth day of power outages that left millions without electricity. More long lines outside grocery stores, which are running low on food, water, and firewood. We got three kids at home, four, six, and nine. We're trying to keep the babies warm. In cities across the state, pipes are bursting after freezing over. Houston, America's fourth largest city, urging residents Wednesday to boil water. How can we boil water? We don't even have power. People lining up at a water faucet to fill up buckets. One person saying it looked like a third world country. Water outages and pressure problems also plaguing hospitals, forcing some to transfer patients or send them home. That's ABC's Kenneth Moten. Volunteers are racing to rescue thousands of cold-stunned sea turtles off the Gulf Coast of Texas as the storm moves through. The conservation group Sea Turtle Inc. says it's already rescued some 4,000 turtles and is reaching capacity at its South Padre Island facility. Even SpaceX provided them with a large enough generator to restore power for heat for the turtles because they cannot survive in cold water. A team of volunteers has been working long hours during the storm on foot and by boat in an effort to locate and rehabilitate all stranded turtles in the area. Sea turtle body temperatures can fall so low that they can no longer move, eat, or keep their head above water. Matt Piper, CBS News. A sign of desperate times and hunger in Portland amid COVID-19. About a dozen police officers faced off a small group of people at a grocery store where folk tried to take food that had been thrown away. Employees had tossed thousands of perishable items because the store lost power during the winter storm. Social media showed pictures of mountains of meat, cheese and juice, as well as whole turkeys and racks of ribs. People showed up to try and salvage the food, but then police officers came to guard the dumpsters. The police finally left the scene and people were allowed to get some of the discarded food. Some said they were there to distribute the food to the hungry around the city. Allison Keyes, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. A newbie to the Lone Star State found a unique way to keep warm. One of Texas' newest residents says he found a solution when the power went out in Austin during the winter storm this week. In a tweet, Elon Musk revealed that when they ran out of gas and firewood, his wife, their baby, and the dog put their Tesla on camp mode and moved in. The feature lets you use the car's climate control for more than a day without depleting the battery. Other Texans posted similar tweets. that Their Teslas got them through the cold nights as well. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. After nearly a month in office, President Joe Biden has now spoken with Israel's prime minister. The Israelis say the call with Benjamin Netanyahu lasted about an hour. A White House readout of the call notes President Biden expressed his support for the agreements known as the Abraham Accords. Those deals, normalizing relations between Israel and some of its Arab neighbors, were struck in the final months of Donald Trump's presidency. Both Netanyahu and Mr. Biden said they'd stay in close touch on regional concerns, including Iran. That's CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Former President Donald Trump is not ready to say whether he'll run for president again in 2024. In an interview with Newsmax, Trump said it's too early to say whether he'll seek the highest office in the land again. However, he noted he's seen a lot of great poll numbers. Trump claimed his popularity has gone even higher since he was impeached for a second time. He was just acquitted on one article of inciting the violence at the U.S. Capitol last month. The power of Mother Nature is on full display in southern Italy. A spectacular eruption is taking place on Mount Etna in Sicily, the highest and most active volcano in Europe. 
From the town of Paterno, a huge bloom of orange smoke, ash and lava could be seen spreading across the sky as it spewed from the volcano's southeastern crater. Italian authorities said the eruption is being closely monitored but does not appear to pose a danger to the surrounding villages. Sabina Castelfranco, CBS News, Rome. It's a big day in the world of space exploration. The latest Mars rover named Perseverance is due to land on the red planet today. When Perseverance comes floating down toward its Martian landing spot today, parachute deployed, NASA and JPL here in California say this is what it will sound like. That is, if you were on Mars to hear it, the mission launched in the heart of COVID back in July. Many scientists working from home. Now it's due to land on Mars looking for signs of life. Scientist Nina Lanza. We're looking for biosignatures. This is signs of past microbial life. In its long list of duties, Perseverance will try to make oxygen on Mars. Alex Stone, EBC News. This is Texas News Radio.